0: Welcome to the Informed Pregnancy and Parenting Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Elliot Berlin, and co-hosting with me today is Kristen Palasi. In addition to her passion for prenatal and pediatric chiropractic, Kristen recently completed her labor doula training and is in the middle, in the middle of all that, you had a kid. I did. Welcome back.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Today we're doing something new. It's called Before and After. We are going to interview somebody who's very pregnant and going to have a baby soon, before she has the baby, and then she'll come back afterwards and tell us how it all went. Our guest today is Jackie Sidon. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I love being around you. You're a, a TV actor now, but you are a Broadway origin. Yes. And uh, I don't know if you know this, but I was a drama major.
2: Oh, I do know that. I think you should share your favorite monologue.
0: I don't think I could say it unless we go explicit. Right? Yeah. So I don't. I don't even know why I studied drama in school. Your
2: personality plus—you've got—I feel
1: like it makes sense. Like You're a very charismatic guy.
0: Thank you. Yes. I'm gonna just be quiet. Like, you keep talking. That's <laughs> I mean,
1: he could be a comedian also. He does. Like, He's straight up uh, a comedian. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I like being other people, which is why I like. I like that. <laughs> yeah. That's what appealed to me about acting. I had a fake ID in high school, but I didn't oh. like to drink. I just liked to be somebody else. Oh,
2: that's interesting. <laughs> actually. Yeah.
0: So um, and so, I'm fascinated by by your career. How did you get started? When did you decide you wanted to act? How old were you?
2: Okay, this is gonna sound so a cliche. I really didn't decide it was just always the thing I was gonna do. There was no, it shows me, it's one of those things where I'm the baby of three, didn't know my place in the family, therefore was kind of always putting on a show to say, look at me, look at me. Um, I was a singer, well, I am a singer. Yes. And um, I, I- Wait,
0: how old are you, when you started singing?
2: Very young. You just young, came out Yes, because, well, I was always, I developed very early. I was 5, 6 in 6th grade. So my oh, wow. voice developed really early. So I had a voice like a freakishly sort of adultish voice when I was 7 or 8. So I was always just singing for everyone and for everything and everywhere. And so it just was the path. It was just my passion and I never deviated from it. Okay. Everything I did was to serve that um but through education, my parents were the anti-stage parents.
0: Oh, they weren't into it.
2: No, they. I actually got signed to an agency when I was ten. did you grow up? In Chicago, outside Chicago, Highland Park. It's a a North Shore suburb. Cold. And so you have those things. You'll to stay hear warm. my accent come out when I talk about it. So really? I'll start to sound oh, like I want
0: to hear it now.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, kind of got started then, and. Casting directors would call the house, and my mom just started hanging up the phone and said, we're not doing this. Didn't actually tell me that. Just hung up the phone, and it just disappeared. And then oh, two years nice. ago, I said, whatever happened with that? And she said, oh, yeah, I hung up the phone. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> that was a no. My parents said, you can do whatever you want as long as you graduate school, college, and after that, it's up to you.
0: What did your, what, what did your parents do?
2: Um, my father is a criminal defense attorney.
0: Okay. Wow. Which I like to that's say— light.
2: But he's kind of on—he's sh- a showman, too, in court— it's very similar, except that the stakes are much higher because they're people's lives. Right. And my stakes are just my ego.
0: Well, you know. Not the same. Some t- the tickets on Broadway are expensive. So.
2: <laughs> right. So, so people's money. Yeah. Getting, yeah that's our hard-earned cash. Yeah, that's true. And then my mother um, taught um, mentally and physically um, disabled children. And she was going to school to get her master's. But then when she got pregnant, she decided to be home with the children and wanted to be present
0: for oh, us. Oh, that's nice. How many siblings do you have?
2: I'm the baby of three. Boys or girls? My elder, The eldest is a boy, my brother, and then my sister is in the middle, and they're my best friends in the world. Oh, mm-hmm. that's so nice. They, they are nice, yeah.
0: So your parents both had light and airy uh, careers, just <laughs> cheerful, happy <laughs> And they thought we want you to do something more serious. <laughs> yes, that's right. Than it's
2: a miracle that they supported that. I, did. I mean, I don't even understand how they. I guess they didn't have a choice. But
0: <laughs> were you I'm taking so lessons, singing lessons? Yes,
2: I was. I was started to be started training vocally when I was nine, classically training.
0: So they were behind that.
2: Yes. Again, not sure they had a choice. I oh, mean, you I was, were going to do it no maybe, matter yeah. what. Yeah. Although they did pay for it, and my mom drove me every week, so.
0: So they're supportive. Yeah. They're supportive, that
2: yeah.
0: Um, and then vocal lessons first?
2: Vocal lessons first. But then, then I also played tennis competitively. So there was a balance. It wasn't all theater and singing. I wasn't in like kids' theater school. I was doing other activities, which I think.
0: Are you competitive by nature?
2: Um, yes, I hate being competitive though. So I stopped playing tennis because of that very thing.
0: You hate being competitive? Yeah, I
2: don't like the feeling of competition. I don't like tournaments. I don't enjoy it. I don't enjoy competing.
0: But if you do it, you're going to win.
2: If I do it, I'm going to do whatever I can to win. To
0: win. <laughs> I mean, you just seem so determined. Yes. Which is,
2: but I don't do, – do you know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Does yeah. that seem – because as an actor, you're always competing, and I ha- that's the thing I like the least about it. I believe there's enough of the pie for everybody, and I love it when my friends fly and work and do well, and I think we should all support each other. And I believe what's good for the individual is good for the whole, and that's the thing I like the least. But what competing. about when you
0: audition against them?
2: You just do whatever you can to – I mean, look, all I can do is my best version of this character and try to get the role and
0: – And crush your friends. And-
2: <laughs> but you don't like that. No, I don't like that.
0: I am – I'm very competitive when <laughs> I when I have to be. I am. Why is that funny? I'm competitive but lazy, <laughs> which is a problem.
2: I feel you on that front.
0: It's, they don't go together very well. So I end up doing things that I'm not proud of, like when I got the Fitbit to try to get yeah. a little healthier. Um then my friends got the Fitbit, and they, they like became friends through Fitbit. And okay. then you compete you with each other. You challenge each yes. other. And they were challenging me. So at first, I'm just like, all right, I'm going to walk 20,000 steps today. <laughs> but then it took forever, and I'm so lazy. But I would do like my next-door neighbor went to Disneyland with her kids. I'm like, can you wear my Fitbit? And then <laughs> she walked. That is so sneaky. Yeah, like eight miles at Disneyland. Well, Back so you crush and the competition. Yeah, my friends are like, "How do you do it? You got the practice and your kids and you go-to birth and you're you like, walk eight I miles." I am amazing. Yeah, I'm like, it's hard to be me.
2: Well, you're savvy. You're competitive, lazy, but
1: savvy. Thank
0: you. That's my business tagline. <laughs> 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 it's it on you're my smart. Card.
1: Smarter people sometimes happen to be a little bit lazy. Well, thank you. Are you competitive?
0: Yes. Smart? No. Oh. But- I'm just <laughs> By the way, I, the
2: lazy part is a bunch of
1: BS because
2: I mean you do more than he's anyone. The busiest, man, the in busiest the world. man in the world.
0: No, but I'm lazy in competition. <laughs> like well, you know, the the now they're inviting guys to the baby shower did you Mm -hmm. have guys at your baby shower
1: i'm not having a baby shower you're not i didn't have one either you
2: didn't Mm -mm. oh my gosh everyone thinks i'm nuts it's so nice it's a it's like a lot of work it's a lot of work yeah and all that believe it or not i actually hate attention now you do (laughs) yeah i was
0: wondering uh, about that i don't like attention but i don't mind being on stage i don't
2: i am the same i didn't want to party i didn't want all the focus to be on me it's too much it's overwhelming i don't like it no birthday party is nothing
0: the first thing all three of us have in common is none of us had a baby shower yeah. Yes, look at that. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: I'm not lazy. I'm lazy in competition so I, lazy I was in competition invited be, okay
2: that's clarifying
0: to a baby bash that was men and women at the sort of baby shower thing and the guys had a beer a beer drinking competition from baby bottles oh, and weird. these guys are like trying to suck the beer out of a baby <laughs> bottle and I just bit the nipple off completely and but, just helped it down. Savvy. La- yeah, this is the part I'm gonna take it. Yeah, yeah you've got it. Thank savvy you very much. I'm list. just writing this down to tell my wife I am not lazy. I am I'm savvy. savvy. That's what it is. Yeah. Thank you.
2: Mm-hmm. I respect that.
0: So, when did you move on to uh, acting lessons um, or acting in general? Because at nine, your your voice right. voice lessons. Well,
2: I you Like I said, I did normal activities. I went to overnight camp when I was younger, um, sleepaway camp, and then tennis. But then, finally, I believe it was eighth uh, eighth grade or ninth grade, going into I did the Piven Theater workshop in Evanston, and that's when I started my first acting class. Um, and then it just snowballed from there. Then it was just in school, and I went to Northwestern University, and I majored in theater. And, um, and did you love it
0: all. Like, all I do love training? it all. And as a
2: matter of fact, I became an acting teacher out in L.A. I, oh, really? Yes. Hmm. Um, I do love it all. I love the, the, yeah, the sport of it. Yeah. It, the Yeah. It's like a great time and the community of it too, you know?
0: So you, at first you're acting in like high school and college Correct. stuff? Correct.
2: Correct. Mm-hmm. Although like I said earlier, my parents said, you can do this, but you have to graduate school first. So I graduated- High school or college? College. Okay. So I graduated in three years from Northwestern. With
0: a drama major.
2: With a drum, actually a bachelor in science. Okay. Um. And but I was a theater major. Right. And then I ran to New York. Not two months later. <laughs> no kidding. That was it.
0: Ran to New York with a ran. target.
2: No, I ran with a suitcase. With actually. a suitcase. <laughs> <laughs> yes, my dream had always been to be on Broadway. Really. I, I was a kid. That was the dream.
0: Were you going to Broadway shows?
2: Um. I don't think I could afford Broadway shows when I got there. But I'm you pretty sure that's I didn't see where you one to show. Be. Yes, I don't know if I'd ever even been to New York at that point. I just knew—I don't know—I just wanted to go.
0: What, what happens when you get there? How does it?
2: Um, I. What did happen when I get there? Because
0: um, just you and a suitcase. Oh
2: well, this is what happened through Northwestern University. I did. They choose a handful of people to do a work a workshop for agents, and I got signed. Oh
0: wow, oh, that's
2: cool. Um, so when I got to New York, I had an agent. Um, and there you go. I just started auditioning, and um, then my dreams came true.
0: How? What was well, your well, first yeah, one? Take us through it. Okay.
2: So first, you. Uh, my first big job was big job. My first job was an embarrassingly horrible off-Broadway show, where like it's one of those. It looked like a sketch from Saturday Night Live. Like it's not even it's real. There's. It's the I don't even know how. That happened. We're going to move past that because I don't remember the details because I blocked it out. Okay. <laughs> um, I got my equity card doing Scooby-Doo, which oh. was my first tour, which I booked like five months after living in New York.
0: Scooby-Doo was on Broadway?
2: It, that wasn't. That was just a tour. It was just
0: a show on By tour. the way,
2: when I got to New York to make money, I went to bartending school. After going to Northwestern University <laughs> oh, wow! and getting... Graduating summa cum laude with a bachelor of science,
0: <laughs> I went to bartending school. You graduated middle of your class. Because
2: I, <laughs> I just had to get a job. And yeah. so I was bartending. And because I do believe that work begets work, no matter what kind of work it is. Sure. Plus, I, that's plus my you get message. to
0: meet people. And bartending is a little like acting, too.
2: I just, yeah, there's something energetically I always used to tell my students and other people that are doing this. Just work. It doesn't Even if it's not in your field, it feels like it's not connected. But there's something about your energy when you're kind of in the grind. And it just – I don't know. And so I was bartending, and then I went on tour to do Scooby-Doo, um, got my card, left Scooby-Doo. What does
1: that mean? Sorry. What is an equity card?
2: Okay. So it, to get in the union. You know, oh. Broadway and um, Broadway tours are – they're union gigs. So you have to get in the union. And in order to do that, there's a couple different ways in. Um but one of them is to get a job through um like an equity I'm gonna if I butcher this, I apologize to people listening. They're like, She's wrong. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's Is it a certain kind of theater that's a union theater that hire you? Or um in my case I I got this job on this tour, which was an equity tour, and that just that got, got me you. in the union.
0: So you're traveling nice. through the US?
2: Traveling through the US playing ridiculous characters that we grew up with like Daphne. I mean, Daphne. do you remember these like Velma? Yeah, of course. Like doing that and but I'm 21 and psyched, okay?
0: Who plays Scooby? Um, is there like a There's
2: guy? Oh my gosh, he was a dead <laughs> ringer for Scoot. No, way. really? Yes, I can't believe I'm telling <laughs> I'm you about shaggy. this because this is one of the, again so. Oh my god, but I it's wish, part of the past. I hope right? we have pictures of this. <laughs> and then yeah, then I I went back to New York and um, the first big show I got was Hairspray. That happened soon after. Wow, all, that's quick then. It yeah. was quick, relatively speaking. Yeah, and it was. Just a dream. It was an amazing moment.
0: I mean, it sounds very exciting. It was. I'm excited right now for you.
2: That's really yeah. nice. For you, Me too. I'm for excited about it in my past. Like, wow, that was a good time <laughs> in my life. <laughs> but
0: is it also intimidating?
2: Oh, my gosh. the I When I think about the casting offices now... There's one office that's the biggest in New York for Broadway shows and for television too now, Bernard Telsey, the Bernie Telsey office. And when I think of it, I get spilk stomach. Like my stomach gets like nervous butterflies, just recalling The Office. Because it's so, yes, you get so So nervous. It's so intense. And the energy, that nervous energy, way more in theater than in TV and film, like when you have an audition for theater, or for Broadway especially, and everyone's there, and you have dance calls, and you're all like in the room together, and you just feed off that energy, it is intense. As a matter of fact, it's giving me anxiety right now. Right now? now? Well, oh, yeah. it's like the
1: epitome of competition, right?
2: Now. It is. It is everything <laughs> about competition that is dreadful. <laughs> that she does not like. And it's all your best friends, too, by the way. You're like, hey, girl. <laughs> hey, Brent. It's all friends of yours. It's you're a just... tight-knit community, huh? Yeah.
0: Um, what about... What about being on stage? How long? How long did you prepare for hairspray?
2: Um, actually, my. My journey into Hairspray was crazy because they had just opened the... I first did the first national tour, and they had just opened it, and this beautiful, talented woman got hurt, like, immediately. And I mean immediately. So I went and learned. They had six weeks to do the show and then, like, ten days of tech, and I had three days to learn the entire score, And learn all the choreography. Whoa. And it was madness. Again, thinking back, I can't believe it. But again, it was like just just riding on fumes.
0: That's incredible. I'm just even trying to picture, because I don't sing. I sing, but I don't dance. You do sing. I don't dance. And trying to, you know, just picture just lines in a comedy or lines in a drama.
2: and uh, two other people in a room just pretending like there are, 20 people on stage and where they are and me just alone trying to navigate through that. And then I had one put-in, which is what you call a rehearsal when it's just you and everyone. And it was nuts because I'd never done any of it with another human before. Wow. And, and then also you have on top of it um, quick changes, which is like one of those things behind the scenes that people aren't totally aware of.
0: Wardrobe changes? S- ward
2: yes jersey boys is way worse but my (laughs) quickest quick change was 15 seconds okay and i mean how do you do it you walk off stage and you have you don't leave the stage you just walk into a wing you have one woman changing your shoes you flip your head over one person is i don't know why i said a woman. usually your dresses are female if you're a female and male if you're a male and then uh you have a hair person. You flip your head over. They take your wig off, put your wig on. And then you have someone unzipping your dress and putting – you have three three or four people just doing everything for you as you stand there. It's like there. a
0: pit stop for a human being. It's, yeah. And then you
2: turn around and just walk back on stage. It's That's Holy the kind cow. of stuff that's like nuts. And in New York, it's even crazier because when you, the theaters are really small and the backstage is really small. Oh, there's no room. There's no room. And your dressing room is three flights up. up? you just yes cuz everything's up cuz oh. so nobody realizes so when you're on tour at these big theaters around the country there's like so much space and there it's easy to get. you can run to your dressing room and grab something and in New York it's
0: so do you zip back down out of breath oh, ready yeah. for your number you know you can't
2: go up the stairs <laughs> you just need to have everything
1: and if you don't oh, it's all
0: around you <laughs> it's, it's not there
2: yours, it's free.
1: not there <laughs> <laughs>
0: improvise wow. yeah
1: exactly right. grab the
0: person's the next oh, why in my head i always i always assume those quick changes are like you just have layers and you take one off
2: Yeah, it's it takes so I think I thought this it takes a village, honestly.
0: That's so But look they're not all
2: winter shows. I mean I was in a my first show on Broadway I did the hairspray tour and then I went into hairspray on Broadway later, but in between that my Broadway debut was with a show that closed within two months.
0: Two months after you came on the scene? No, I was oh, in the, the original company. I was in the original company. The whole minutes.
2: thing just... You're just... You open the show and it was a Beach Boys musical and you open the show oh. and it's packed to the gills. And then as the weeks go by, you see the audience get smaller and smaller oh. and suddenly there's no one in the balcony. Oh, and no. then you're like, oh my God, <laughs> this is not going well.
0: I think that's just my mom out there. <laughs>
2: yeah, exactly.
0: Um, do you have... Um, I mean, do screw ups happen on Broadway?
2: Oh my lord! Do screw ups happen? Yes. Yeah.
0: Do you have a uh, favorite?
2: Um. Actually, my mom was recalling this one time where, um, there's so many to choose from. But what, what will happen if, if now when you go watch a show, just look for this? She was recalling there's this dodgeball scene in, in um, I mean, I've seen people. There's uh, one of the guys fell into the pit in the stage in Jersey Boys. <sighs> like it, all kinds of things Onto happen. The orchestra. In, no, into like this trap door. Ooh. <laughs> Sorry for laughing, but it was hysterical. He's fine. Um, he's doing very well. Um, but she recalls this time we were doing the dodgeball scene. We are all throwing these dodgeballs in hairspray. And that the dodgeball just hit one of the characters just straight up in the in face. face. And, it was, and you see everyone in the cast facing the back and their shoulders just... Up and down, up and down, shaking. You can't see me, but I'm doing it right now. (laughs) So it's just funny when next time you go see a show, sometimes watching the people that aren't doing the lines or singing the lead solos, you can kind of see people messing about because you do get bored doing eight shows a week and people are young and silly and you can kind of sometimes catch things. Yeah,
0: you can catch it.
2: So like make that... Oh, where's Waldo? Find <laughs> find the people messing around. <laughs> I do that all
0: the time. I do. He I shows. even do that in movies because I'm like, wait a second, continuity error. That was over there. Before, yeah, it's kind
2: of the same thing. And yeah. you can see, you'll see shoulders like kind of bouncing up and down, people laughing,
1: and
0: <laughs>
2: you're like, what's going on in that corner over there? <laughs> yeah, that, it's funny.
0: That would be. I think that would be my nightmares how do you recover from uh, from something? Because I remember twice on stage in plays that I did once. Once a guy just like. For some reason, the dark room, the black room, what black room?
2: Well, that's where you go when everything goes dark and you don't know your lines or what's happening. You just you go into the dark. room. No,
0: that didn't happen. He just skipped forward about three quarters of the way through act one to his lines from the end of the act. And the person after him just instinctively went to her next line. And then I was like, wait a second.
2: And now where do you go? <laughs>
0: yeah, because they're at the end of the act. So somebody has to bring it back. Somebody eventually did, but it was, and everybody realized what happened, except I don't think the audience ever really came into people,
2: it. People, yeah, people are just on the ride with you. I will say there's, you know, when you have someone kind of, one of the, my favorite actresses who was just kind of went up on a lyric, just gave me strong, like, hmm, 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 just strong hmms, <laughs> And just was like, I'm going to push through this until a word <laughs> comes to me. And we're like, Okay, you get that you go, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, go for you're it. human and things happen.
0: I was also I was in a play <laughs> called uh, I hate Hamlet. Oh yeah, that? I've heard of that. yeah, so I played a drunken character named Nick who was sort of take off from Santa Claus and uh, I'm standing in the middle of the stage and I'm I'm supposed to fall down these five steps oh, like Lord. on my butt, bump 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 practice it forever to do it without hurting you know breaking my tailbone um, and make it look really dramatic. And it happens with a huge thunder and lightning, right? Mm. So the thunder comes, the lightning comes. I clutch my chest, fall down the five steps. Um, but the tech guy forgot right before all that happens, somebody walks in and the door closes. But there's no real door there. So it's just a sound effect. He walks in, door closes.
1: Okay.
0: So the guy walked in. Tech guy forgot to hit the door closing. Okay. So I'm standing in the middle stage ready for my big thing. And then I hear the noise and I clutch my chest and jump down in fear. But it's just a door, door closing. closing. Click. <laughs> And then I'm laying on the ground, and oh the thunder and lightning comes, and I have to like outdo myself. <laughs> right now, <what? laughs> so, yeah. that's know, this, the
2: thing. You, I mean, especially those technical errors will get. I mean, you're all you're all in it together.
0: Yeah, and there's adrenaline because yes. you never know what's going to happen. The show must go on. Correct. I love that. How does that? No, because you came to LA and now you're all TV and stuff. How does that compare stuff. for you?
2: Um they're not even the same trade i feel i there i feel like and that's how I, that's my own opinion it's so different that they just feel like two different jobs um i acting for film and television is is just a completely different beast i mean you're you're not living on stage with other actors, just kind of in this world, your action cut, you're, it's all chopped up, you are, it's just a lot more technical elements, um, No live audience. you're not audience. cursing, huh?
0: No, usually no live audience.
2: Unless you're doing a multi-camera for TV. Then there is. Yeah, and actually I would say that that's the closest thing to theater, because you have that live audience, and you have your blocking, and you kind of do the scene and that feels more familiar coming from theater it did when i first came from theater now um i you know i (laughs) i like not having the anxiety of being on stage honestly but uh i love them both it's fun it's just very different
0: yeah i feel like that that thrill that energy that like you said a lot of them are young it's 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 enjoyable when you're young. Yeah. And as you get older, I just wonder if it just gets
2: It's a tough life. Your schedule is the opposite of everyone else in the world. You're working every night and on the weekends and then your day off is Monday oh, and right. Tuesday afternoon. And because people that are working 9 to 5 jobs are coming to see shows mm-hmm. at night and on the weekends. So it's a hard thing to maintain as you get older and it's just it's a hard, it's a hard life.
0: Do you feel a void when a show is over?
2: Oh, yeah. There's a lot of feelings relief, excitement, sadness, you know, um, nostalgia. It's all kind of there. And again, it's I, for me, a lot of it's community, and you're saying goodbye to this group. But it'll never kind of be that again. Hmm. Yeah.
0: How about singing? Do you ever like jump, jump in off key?
2: jumping off key. Yeah, like you go for never, your thing and you're not like, "No, a day. That's, never that's, How dare you." That's what, I'm, <laughs> okay. what is this? I'm walking out of the studio? So it has. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Um
0: That's a fear for me singing. I'll like jump in and be 2 octaves too high for some reason and
2: <laughs> That <laughs> I don't typically sing unless I'm prepared and rehearsed. Yeah. I don't, you know. So so if I if there's any fear of me coming in and somewhere wrong, generally I won't do that. <laughs> I fear you. Do
0: you have a favorite uh, T V appearance so far?
2: Um uh gosh, they're so different. I did enjoy doing um I love doing Life in Pieces, which is on CBS. Mm. I just love the character. She's the worst and that's always the most fun. <laughs> <laughs> She's just that woman that that neighbor, that mom that's just, like, you imagine her with, like, a glass of white wine in her hand. And, and it's just like, hi, you look amazing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so good
2: to see you. And I just love her. Aww. She's my favorite. And I love the whole cast. So, yeah. So fun. So it, It's so fun. It's not work. I mean, let's be real.
0: Well, it's amazing. I love what I do also. Like, I yeah. don't really, in the morning, I'm like, ugh, another day at work. And I work sometimes 10 or 12 hours. You work so hard. And the actors do, too. But it's just like I don't consider it. Most of what I do work. There's like the paperwork side, the insurance side. Yeah, hey, you I don't got love doing. yeah all that. I, I don't
2: consider it work either. I feel like I get paid to play.
0: It's amazing to be in a field that you just really love. love. Right. All right. You um. You got. I can't help but notice a little bump growing in your belly.
2: A little bump. Well, good Gosh, mine. God bless you.
0: <clears throat> My big bump. He
2: called Very it a little cute. bump.
0: Um, and I want to find out more about your pregnancy and how you're getting ready for birth. But first, we're going to take a little break, and we'll come right back with Jackie Sidon. <laughs> I have an incredible offer for you for my friends at Needed. An astounding 95% of women aren't meeting their omega-3 needs. Omega-3 fatty acids, especially DHA and EPA, are crucial for both mother and baby. They support brain and eye health, maternal mood, immunity, and much more. But it can be hard to get enough omega-3 from diet alone, especially during pregnancy when many people are averse to eating fish. And if you've ever taken a fish oil pill, you know just how unpleasant that can be. That's why I'm excited to share that my friends at Needed have revolutionized the Omega-3 supplement with two different options designed specifically for mamas. An Omega-3 powder that blends into smoothies and a pill option that tastes like fresh, citrusy bergamot. Both are sustainably sourced from vegan algae, not fish. Both are great options for nausea and sensitive prone mamas. Needed's omega-3 powder is delivered in liposomes, nature's very cool way of protecting and delivering omega-3 just like in breast milk. Needed's omega-3 is clinically proven to be five times better absorbed than fish oil pills. The powder is mild tasting and it pairs great with Needed's prenatal multi-powder and collagen protein powder in a daily smoothie. If powder isn't your thing, Needed's got you covered with those omega-3 plus capsules, which have a pleasant citrus flavor. Needed is sharing an awesome pre-order discount just for my listeners. Buy two, get one free on either omega-3 option, powder or capsules. You can stock up on either one or try them both. With this exclusive discount, use code. Code 3BERLIN, the number 3BERLIN at thisisneeded.com. Put three omega-3s in your cart. Use the code number 3BERLIN at thisisneeded.com. Buy two, get one free. Welcome back to the Informed Pregnancy and Parenting Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Elliot Berlin, with co host Kristen today. Hi. And our guest, Jackie Seiden. Hi, Zs. Welcome back, Jackie.
1: <laughs> Thanks.
0: My goodness, you are an actress. You say actress, not actor.
2: Either one. I'm not precious about I know.
0: I always pick up on it, though, because fewer and fewer people are saying actress.
2: Oh, yeah. I do say actor. Yeah, that's right.
0: Give uh, me a second. <laughs> Multi talented because uh, theater. And uh, small screen and big screen. And also you uh, you sing and you dance and you act. And you've had incredible roles from Hairspray to Jersey Boys. And then you came to Los Angeles and worked with Clint Eastwood, Gary Marshall, and Adam Sandler. What You said Gary Marshall brought you here?
2: Yes, Gary. Oh man, I miss him too. Uh, he is the reason I'm in L.A. He bought me out of my Hairspray contract to do Happy Days at... Um, his theater, the Falcon Theater, which is now the Gary Marshall Theater. Um, oh. And uh, that was a big Where deal. Is that? It's in Burbank. Oh. oh, wow. And it's $35 a show, but he paid to break my contract in Harris. Wow, and
0: so he really wanted you. And I
2: came here, and then I was here.
0: How long did that go on for?
2: It was just a couple, like um, six weeks. You're kidding. Yeah, it wasn't... I don't know. He ended up becoming uh, this amazing mentor, as everyone that meets him will tell you. And we did uh, – I did – um what was it called? New Year's Eve. I was in that movie with oh, yes. him. And um, he directed – he's just an amazing human, uh, a very um, wonderful patron, family man, loyal. Friend.
0: And he obviously felt the same way about you.
2: Yeah, we had a great relationship.
0: Dragging you out here from New York. He did. Um, but <laughs> now I feel like the biggest role is yet to come. Always. With uh, this baby brewing inside you. Yes. So uh, tell me about your pregnancy. How has it been for you?
2: Very textbook. Really? Yes. First three months, very sick. Then second trimester, feeling great. Like a million bucks. Couldn't be better. Then third trimester, as you know, my back starts going. Yeah.
0: Lucky lucky for me. The
2: reflux. Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) It's just very textbook, which I think is good. Sure. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean- First trimester, Mr. nauseous and low energy?
2: Nauseous to the point in, in the whole myth of morning sickness. It was in the end of the day. Give me a break. Oh, <laughs> All hours, 24, <day>. hour, 24 <laughs> oh, hours a day, no. meaning if you fall asleep, you wake up nauseous. Mm. It, there's no respite.
0: Ooh, that sounds terrible.
2: <laughs> Recalling it is making me nauseous. And uh-huh. I didn't oh, actually no. ever throw up, which almost makes it worse. I was just. Oh, really?
0: Are you a non-thrower-upper? I am, like again
2: cuz of the singing which you know because you're a big singer yeah. I don't want the acids in my throat so I'll do whatever I can to make it yeah. not happen.
0: I literally was just at a birth this weekend with somebody who would not allow herself to throw up and yeah. it did not work well for her. Like she ended up she having was a cake. To repress it. Yeah, like when she would relax into her contractions, mm-hmm. it made her feel nauseous so she wouldn't relax oh, into her goodness. contractions. Oh, and please don't be me. Well, I'll tell you what happened. She just took a shot of zofran and um the nausea went away.
2: Oh, there you go. So well, so then she could relax and breathe. Yeah, it's so but midwives
0: say so you can like puke a centimeter. So I th- I thought it would be actually great if she could just let it go. By
2: but. the way, she would have, as we know, it feels better to, to throw up. Yeah, yes, you feel relief. Better. But it's violent. Throwing up is violent. It's it's brutal. Anyway, so I didn't. I wouldn't let myself throw up.
0: My kids throw up in the most beautiful way. Easy. Like when they're sick. Yeah, they just open their mouth and without plop. fear. Yeah. <laughs> I think
2: I think it's the I I think it's yeah I think it's the like trauma of it being older, knowing it just but makes I it also
0: worse. I think it's a little bit of a control thing.
2: No, it's the acids.
0: <laughs> For you, it's the acid. No control thing.
2: <laughs> no, I don't. I don't mind. I I just did worry about it, like burning my burning throat. throat. Yeah. That part I
0: understand. Some adults have. They don't want to throw up because they want to. Con- they don't want to let oh, go. Oh gosh, of control. no,
2: I. I... When I do throw up, I'm you so feel, relieved. I just much at that point, I'm like, "Well, wow, it is what it is." Yeah. My
0: kids couldn't care less. They throw up like very peacefully, and I'm like, "Oh, is everything okay?" Like, Dad, you're blocking the screen. I can't see the TV.
2: <laughs> they moved on. They're <laughs> fine. They don't care. So yeah, that first trimester brutal.
0: And then, were you working at all during?
2: Yes. Yes. That oh must be challenging. Let me tell you what else is real.
0: Pregnancy <laughs> brain. Oh, oh you yes. forget stuff.
2: I, I don't know what is happening. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know where we are. I don't know what day it is. I don't
0: even know how I got here. I, but <laughs> that's from dream. working with pregnant women. Um, I, have, <laughs> I, I have secondhand contagious. pregnancy brain. Yep. Yeah, yeah, okay.
2: exactly. Oh, I did Modern Family.
0: Oh, Modern Family.
2: Pregnant?
1: Were you supposed to be pregnant in the show? Or?
2: No, so no, early it so they were. Oh, you yeah, it. Got it. yeah. Although I had three, ki- I have three kids on the
0: show. Oh, really? Yes. And you were pregnant in real life? Yes. Did did, I mean? How do you do that? Nauseous and low energy. Did people know? Did your
2: boy? You just push through. (laughs) (laughs) I'm professional. (laughs) You're so happy to be there. You just do your job.
0: Did the other people around you know? No. Nobody knew. No, you can't even talk about it.
2: No, I didn't talk about it. Happy face. It was. I. I, I was so psyched. You. You know, adrenaline is a real thing. If you're like excited, the second you're working.
0: It shuts
1: off.
2: It shuts off. And then the and then second you're, you're, you're back like, in your trailer, then you want to die. Yeah. <laughs>
1: you're like, give me something
2: soft. Right. You're like,
1: I'm going to die now.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's something magical about about becoming somebody else. You, like, really become somebody else. You really do. And then you're back to yourself. Yeah. That's why I'm going to get back into acting.
2: <laughs> you should just come to your practice and give yourself a different name and produce. Yeah. I get another fake ID. Get, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm Edward. Uh, Doctor Edward. People Dr. may Edward. complain. They're I like, know. Dr. Edward. Yeah. I don't know. He you just make up some <laughs> some story about what happened. I'm not an actor,
0: but I play one at my doctor's office. <laughs>
2: oh.
0: What um, second trimester lots of energy. Big lots energy. Lots of feeling
2: good. Yeah I also worked at, okay so I'm a runner. Mm-hmm. So I ran Three miles, three times a week, up until five and a half months, and that's wow. when I started to feel sharp pains, and I thought, okay, my body's telling me, we're done. Slow down. So now, ever since then, I walk an hour every day. Okay. Wow. So Is I'm still doing that. Is walking boring for you? Um, walking can be boring. Is that you, what
0: you inter- Well, I'm saying if you're a runner...
2: Yes. No. It's like it is. all of a
0: sudden watching something in Can slow I, motion.
2: I do everything. <laughs> I listen to music, which I love. I walk in the neighborhood, which is more interesting.
0: I have a good podcast for you to listen to. Okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> let me let
2: me guess let me guess what it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, I um, ha- have a treadmill, and I'll watch TV. I mean, I'll just do anything to distract myself. I talk on the phone. You know, yeah. make calls, whatever it is, just to make that hour go by. I
0: would, but when I'm just walking, I'm so out of breath, I can't even talk on the phone.
1: Well, it's true. Yeah, keep walking. Try to walk. That's how. <laughs> oh, really? I am. See, I have, right now, I'm working out my.
0: This is your workout words. for things. you have a one year old and you're in school full time and you moonlight as a podcast. I mean, you guys
2: are the busiest yeah. people in the world, and I you're don't know a doula now. You'd have to get up at three in the morning to give yourselves time to walk. I have to say, I do think it's helped me a lot, though. This circulation, and I feel um, strong.
0: Yeah, and you and, but are it's not, strong. It's
2: not a, it's not a rigorous walk; it's just a walk. But you know? it, yeah,
0: like you said, it gets your blood flowing. Exactly. Like That's how your body like uses hormones to find out what's happening. And that's yeah. when my back actually
2: feels the best. When I you're think, walking. Yeah, because I, my blood's going, and then I stretch after, and it's it's been awesome. That's great. Yeah. yeah.
0: Are you doing other types of exercise?
2: Just prenatal yoga. Oh, that's nice. Yeah.
0: Were you a yoga person before pregnancy? I
2: was. Yeah, I love yoga.
0: And are you doing pregnancy-specific classes now? Yes. How do they compare to non-prenatal yoga for you?
2: Um. Well, the the regular yoga is definitely more rigorous and a lot more inversions and um core work. And in the uh, prenatal yoga classes there's a huge focus on it's much softer gentler a lot of good stretching of the hips specifically Mm -hmm. and the breathing huge there's focus on breathing in all of yoga which is why it's so great um but i almost feel like i'm in training for my contractions in this prenatal yoga class because we talk about what it feels like and breathing through it and um it's been really nice.
0: It's nice. There's, it's like a community there. know
2: uh, again, there you go. You'll see a common thread. There's a community there, exactly. Yeah, I think it's a lot cool of cat that, and cow like things that are good for your spine and moving around. To, you know. Yeah. No twisting. In pre-natal, in prenatal yoga. Yeah, stuff like that.
0: I think it's cool that you can in- appreciate running, which is so active and intense, and then also yoga. Which well, is- that was
2: my exercise regime was running three times a week and then the other two days was yoga. So it was running and then stretching and breathing. Right. Running and then stre- it's just That's to smart. try to balance.
0: Sort of feels like jumping into the cold pool and then going into the hot
2: tub. It's kind of exactly like that. Thank you metaphorically, very much. yeah. <laughs> most, the
0: first good analogy I've had all yeah.
2: year. <laughs> it won't be the last. Thanks. Yes.
0: Uh, third trimester now. Kill me. How many weeks are you? Just murder me. Now.
2: I am 33, going to 34 weeks, a little bit. weeks. And you
0: have a bunch of friends who all were pregnant. I'm in a group and... of
2: 10 girls, and I and they've oh, actually wow. all had their babies But it's been incredibly educational for me because I've learned everything. I'm feel super prepared, and I knew nothing
0: going into it. You didn't know anything.
2: I really didn't. My sister has four kids, but I, culturally, I you know, in our culture, we're not. It doesn't. We don't as a village come and. Take care of the children. We're just like, congrats. Here's yeah. like a basket of stuff and yeah. here's some lunch.
0: Yeah, well, my brother and I just texted him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Way to go.
2: Way to go. <laughs> and she doesn't live here, so um, – and my brother has two kids too, but I was never lived in the same – it's just different. But now being in this group and all being pregnant together, I've really watched w- – w- you know, heard every birth story. I didn't know what a mucus plug was. I didn't know what – I didn't know what Pitocin was. I didn't know what anything was. And now, you know, I feel like I've been going to grad school
1: for birth. <laughs> did you decide to take any educational classes or anything? Yes. We took a lactation class.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: We took a birthing class, a weekend workshop birthing class. Which we, one?
0: are you saying you did these with your husband? My
2: husband and some mutual friends of ours.
0: Oh, at the same time? Yes. What was his role in the lactation class?
2: Um, Was he in the lactation class? Okay. He said. was. Oh, Yeah. Um, to, How do you see his role in breastfeeding? Yeah, just to support and listen and have knowledge. He really, you know, I feel like so many of these guys now are just kind of like Renaissance men. They, they're all, they all want to be involved. All the husbands of these girls, they're, they're into it. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know,
0: out of all the classes, some of our dads who also come into our practice. Um, yeah. That's the one that weirds them out a little bit. I don't know why. The lactation? Yeah.
2: Yeah, a lot of boobs. A lot of boobs.
0: Yeah, a lot of boobs. And then and the like guys are positioning. like. Positioning. And, like, and, like, and hold yeah, and yeah. here and yeah. Sure. yeah, and a
2: very like, non-sexual, like, <laughs> yes, exactly. And this, and, it, and then the guys, I think, feel uncomfortable. Like, is it okay that I'm looking at this, like, these women's nipples? Like, I don't know. It, I, maybe, That's but, what it is. And yeah. the
0: lactation educators yeah. are just so used to it. It's oh, just a yeah. matter of, just grab it and, you know. Yeah. Can
2: I tell you, I'm really modest and really mm-hmm. shy. And I have to, it's going to this whole process is has kind of it's going to have to get me out of my shower. i break the shell for you. Yeah, I'm very you know this, I've said this to you. Mm-hmm. I'm super modest. Yeah. So, like I'm the girl like I've been married now for 3 years but I get out of the shower and I like immediately wrap a towel around me and like I just yeah, I'm super modest.
0: Yeah, I'm like that with the dog. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I like, I come out of the shower and the dogs and I'm like, "Hey,
2: I, that that I don't think I'm ready to poop on a table in front of people. Like, I don't it's, like...
0: I, people, th- and they say it's
2: not a big deal, but this yeah. is like, oh, my God. I'm going to just be... <laughs> it's all going to happen. I mean, it's so I, scary. I mean,
0: I could see why it sounds uncomfortable.
2: Right. But then,
0: right. In practically speaking, just having watched so many people oh go God. through it, it just becomes a non-issue. I don't. I can't explain exactly... First no, of all... I
1: believe you. I just... And you're worried about it now, but I remember being worried about it, yeah. and then after... I think it was, like, days later, and I was like, hey, did I even? wait?" Right, because in the morning, yeah. you don't care. You don't, and you like, and right. then you're just stuck. <laughs> I have people, because, <laughs> like, exactly. you know, I
0: do body work at birth, and I have people on a semi-regular basis. I come by the hour. I don't come for for the whole thing. Right. So I come when you want me and leave when you don't want me. And a common birth plan is help me get to pushing right. and then get out of there. I don't right. want you there when I'm pushing. Totally fine. I have no problem with that. but. Right. At least half of the people that say that when it's time to push, I'm like, "You're amazing. You got to ten. You're gonna push. I'm going now." They're like, "You are not going anywhere." Yeah, of course. But (laughs) you said you didn't want me here. When I don't
2: care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It
0: just there's so much adrenaline and energy and the whole yeah. thing i think it'll break that, that and you're in the you. bubble
2: at that point, and you've helped there's a connection and you've helped this these women to get, get to that, that point far, yeah. so it's like help me get through yeah. this now yeah. like yeah. now you're like their talisman you're i like, don't right, know exactly you cannot, you're my you point. led me to the mountain <laughs> like we've gone up the mountain now you have to stay with me
0: and also some so the setting that we create sometimes around birth is so sterile and cold that for some reason, it actually feels comforting to have a big, hairy, orthodox man to uh, come <laughs> and a rub your shoulders. You're a comforting pres- oh, presence. Thank you very much. Yes. <laughs> Thanks. You it's are too. It's true. Uh so now that you've watched all your friends go through it and yeah. you're getting ready for this big, you know, journey of your lifetime, how are you getting ready? What's and and what do you like
2: I'm trying to heal my hemorrhoids. Let's okay. just get very real.
0: Did I give you the the link to the cream, the uh Chinese ointment?
2: Oh, uh no, you're going to have to do that. I'm ASAP. Gonna text it to you right so now. L- I'm just going to keep it real for your listeners, you okay. know, what I'm saying we're trying to we're healing those so because okay. I know that's going to be real bad after. Um You know
0: what the great thing about hemorrhoids is? What? At least you're not a perfect a-hole. Oh. See?
2: <laughs> I will jump over this table. Thank you. <laughs> um, and um, yes, so bleeding from my butt stinks, but that's been way better. I've been treating and I feel much better. Oh, good. Um, again, the walking. Going to keep doing that. Not going to stop. We're going to keep doing that. I do it with a support band on now. Oh, to hold the belly? Yes. I need one. And honestly, I, I just try to sleep when I can. I just feel like that's all the only thing I can do is try to just be as rested as I can.
0: Yeah. I mean, you're you describe through an acupuncture
2: and CU obviously. Yeah. Yeah, there's that. If you have to. And therapy.
0: Oh, that, these I mean, are all
2: the ways I'm preparing. I'm just telling you. It's getting your
0: mind and body ready. Yes. What exactly. do you do you have a birth plan?
2: I have birth intentions.
0: I like that that's word. Nice. Yeah. You know what I'm
2: saying? So, I am not married to anything. I whatever is best for baby on the day. Is okay. I'm not going. So you're
0: open. I
2: am. Whatever needs to happen, I'm okay with. I don't want to be emotionally attached to anything.
0: To one way or another. Yes,
2: but my intention is to hopefully go in natural and get as far as I can on my own, um, with the help of my doula, and see if I can go all the way. And if I can't, that's okay. Or don't want to. Right. Or if I'm too exhausted, I just don't know what my narrative is going to be. Am I going to be in labor for? an insane amount of hours and just be so exhausted i need an epidural whatever it is it's okay but my goal is to get as far as i can on my own okay that's really nice yeah that that way me too oh that's nice
1: yeah
0: well that was your birth plan
1: pretty i mean yeah i tried to be as open as possible i mean i really didn't want a section for my own selfish reasons because i if i did i wouldn't be able to keep going with school you know, like I'd have to wow. take a break,
2: and also, yeah, and it's a major surgery, so I, yeah. you know, I, I, I want to try one. to avoid a C section, but if I need one, then you no have, shame yeah. in that. It's a birth, you know. My oh, sister 100%. had three C sections, I, and they're necessary at
1: times, like sometimes. Exactly. You know? Yeah, I will no, say the sure.
2: one thing I want to avoid, just, and I don't even want to say it because I don't want to put it out there, and I'm going to try to talk to my baby about this, <laughs> is I don't want to. The only thing I would hope to not do is be in labor for a day and then go into some kind of duress and then have to do the C-section. That just seems like a lot.
0: I have a documentary film called Trial of Labor. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: It's
0: about vaginal birth after cesarean. And it's the only people who talk in it are the four women who are pregnant for the second or third time trying to have their first vaginal birth. So previously only cesareans. And when I did that film and we interviewed people for it, Um, And then since the film came out and I talk and present it and sometimes at Grand Rounds we show it at hospitals and large crowds of people come, the conversation afterwards always is. And I really have met only very few people who had a C-section after labor. So they labored and for one reason or another had a cesarean. And then the second time they scheduled the cesarean, Mm -hmm. almost all of those women say they wish they would have labored before having the second cesarean, even knowing they were going to have a C-section. And I can't tell you oh, exactly why. Oh, that's interesting.
2: Well, that's co- that's that's incredibly um, comforting and eye-opening. I've never heard. That's fascinating.
0: It was really eye-opening for me. Where they wanted
2: to labor before. So what you're saying to me is actually that's not a horrible thing for you. No. <laughs> like if you're I would laboring, have thought
0: part- if you're trying to have a vaginal birth after cesarean, the number one outcome is you labor and then have a vaginal birth. Right. Number two outcome is you just have the cesarean with no labor, right? And no vaginal birth. And the worst outcome would be if you labor and then have to have a cesarean anyway, right? Right. These women overwhelmingly said, again, the ones who experienced labor See, the first time and then had a cesarean. having epiphanies.
1: Right, I know. Like, I, I, I wonder if it's like eyes. a connection thing, because like yeah. you know, you're experiencing that, like you know that that's like your natural progression, and then if you just Miss that? It's like you know you—that's their option. Well, but we talk about like also, a
0: transitionary yeah, phase. That's where like, I was gonna
1: go with this. With the,
2: when they say that having a contraction is sort of almost like a t- defibrillator, where it's activating the baby's senses. Yeah, and to have those contractions and, and the
0: hormones that run through and your and body during labor, and, and, and it's mil- just a process. The yeah, there's labor and birth, whether the birth is vaginal or cesarean, I'm sure there's women who've had long, difficult labors and then had a C-section and wish they never well, had that's what, that labor.
2: You just made me feel a lot better about that, honestly. Yeah.
0: But I do think that's true. I, even when I'm v backing now, based on that with clients, yeah. um, and we talk about it, I ask them if they see value in labor by itself. And if they do, then it's labor and whatever kind of delivery follows. But you got the benefit of labor either way.
2: Right. Mm. And you're right. There is that transitional aspect for, for, I mean, especially for the baby who's changing worlds. Yeah, yeah. It's a totally
0: different world. Yeah. So your birth intention is just go into labor spontaneously, labor as yeah. long as you feels okay. I mean, look, we don't know what, okay what, what if
2: I'm late and I need to be induced. I mean, there well, you just could be intention. millions of different things. Totally. Right. But my intention is hopefully I can just go into labor and have a natural labor and then everything else will just deal with it as it comes. I feel
0: like. The birth plan, or in your case, intention, is really just page one of a flowchart. It kind of is. And there's a whole birth flowchart that always ends in a cesarean birth, meaning like you said, what if I, I my water breaks and there's meconium? what if my... Exactly. What if the baby ends up breech? What if there's, you know... Well, if the my, baby
2: ends up breech, you're going to be trying to turn.
0: You got a problem. <laughs> I'm going to be Yo, in your office I'll like, solve it. baby. <laughs> right now. Check out the BY That B revolves it. Anyway, so hopefully you won't be... <laughs> hopefully you won't be breached. As a matter of fact, can
2: we just take a pause? Can you check her right now? I forgot to ask you. I wanted to know uh, yeah. like, where she's laying. We'll
0: take a peek. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, so it's a flowchart. And if X, Y, or Z happens and if you're suffering or you're in too much pain or you don't want to keep going, then you'll get this uh, pain relief option or that pain relief option. And if you need to, of course, you'll have a C-section.
2: I just want to be prepared for the unexpected. If I feel like if I'm attached to something, then I'm just basically setting myself up to be disappointed or upset over something that is out of my control. And I want to be... Be open. Sure.
0: And we have a lot of great options. So why not keep them all open for yourself? Um, How do you deal with intensity in general, with pain?
2: You you know what? I don't know. Really? I really don't. Because sometimes it depends on the kind of pain. Right? Yeah.
0: What about, like, what kind I mean, you had it. What 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 does it feel like to you? Yeah.
1: I mean, for me, it wasn't really fair because most of my labor, um, the baby was posterior. Oh, right. So I didn't really Um, know. And I couldn't sit down. So for me, (gasps) the pain was just like... I didn't really understand why it was so painful. Because for right. me, I came, i was an athlete my whole life, so mm. I was like, felt like I would be play? just prepared. Water polo, wow. so like intense, you know? Ugh, getting yeah. hit in the face all the time. Oh. And then God. I did martial arts for like mm-hmm. my whole life. It's so how cookie this one. Yeah. I just didn't. Th- I thought, oh, I'm going to be so prepared. Right. And then I felt, I felt really intense pain, like a pressure that I couldn't, like I couldn't give into. Mm. So I just felt really not prepared.
0: I see that and sometimes. Just is that
2: like, scary? Whoa. It's in the moment where mm. you're confusing.
1: like... More yeah. confusing. Yeah. Confusing. Like, how do I... Because I want to manage things, right? Right. And then I... And I think I just also had other extenuating circumstances. My water didn't break spontaneously. When I got checked, it broke. And mm. there was meconium. Oh. Uh-huh. oh. So then I was like, okay, this is serious. You know, right. like... I, and then I had like a time frame.
0: Yeah. So I think kind of
1: all of those things made me just feel very anxious and I didn't have a doula but I had an amazing husband who was like my biggest cheerleader Aww. and he actually helped me in all of my really intense moments calm down wow. but I don't really ever think it was the pain like mm-hmm. or it was like super painful it was more like I didn't know how to help or I didn't know how I couldn't relax because I was so concerned. Yeah. And so I think that 90% of my
0: job as a doula is to make you help you feel safe. Yes. When foreign things are happening, you feel intensity you've never felt before Mm -hmm. and your body freaks out. I must be in danger. I've Mm -hmm. never felt this before. And it's like, how do you help yourself feel safe? But when you don't have normal, like, I will say textbook. Hopefully for you, it'll be textbook like yeah, everything else. We'll you don't have textbook onset of labor, or the baby's in a position that gives you back labor, which is tends to be a lot more intense than than typical labor. Right, um, and you just don't understand, like why can't I do? Why is this not going the way I expected it to go? But that's why Jackie has an open birth plan.
2: Well, I will say yeah. my mom's story is pretty funny. Oh, I hope yeah. it's like hers. That you know, my parents were very young. You know, then they had us, and you had to pay per night to be in the hospital. Oh. and so my mom went into labor, but they sat in the car told. Twelve oh one, and then they went and admitted themselves, and then she had me at four thirty. Can I oh, just—that's wow. crazy. That's so crazy. <laughs> I just sat in the car, just watched the clock, waiting for it to be the next day because they didn't want to be. For
0: the night. I have the weirdest things happen that like so cool. that. Yeah. Somebody'll be due like December twenty eighth, yeah. and they'll do everything under the sun to get that baby out before the deductible resets, <laughs> <laughs> or like. <laughs> You know, it'll be like we're moving into the year of the monkey, and I don't want a monkey, so <laughs> I, don't want... we gotta get, I don't want a Sagittarius, so right, so they start doing squats. They try to and hold like... it in, like <laughs> I, like one woman talked about trying to use a cork. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I don't so recommend great. it, but yeah. it could be a new shark tank I mean, problem. Yeah.
2: But maybe, hey, look, if I can have my mom's labor four hours.
0: Amazing. Really After you sit labor. in the car for a while.
1: Maybe <laughs> genetics. <laughs> like what, it work out. What <laughs> do you yeah. find
0: comforting? Like when you're feeling, what makes you feel safe? What makes, I'll
1: probably be
2: singing music, music, music. I wondered mm-hmm. about that. Yes. Singing also, as you know, Can you and I think we talked you if this. you
0: sing during labor? No. Aww. No, I'm
2: kidding. I wrote a song for the baby. This is actually. So I had a miscarriage and um, I got and in between the miscarriage and my pregnancy, I got very lucky. I got pregnant right away after, but I didn't know I was pregnant. I was very sad, and I wrote this song, kind of calling the baby home to me.
0: The the miscarriage baby?
2: Just my baby that's meant to be my baby oh, in this baby. world. I was like, I'm ready mm-hmm. for you to come. And I didn't. Oh, I have to tell you this. How I found out I was pregnant. Oh, yeah. So I wrote this song, and then a week later, I was had a dream that this woman came up to me a psychic woman who was blind walks up to me and says, I have a message for you. Are you open to receiving a message? And I said, Oh, yeah, yeah, work, babies, whatever. And she puts her hand on me in the dream and just opens her eyes and says, Your baby girl has arrived. What? And I woke up at 2:30 in the morning sobbing. And I didn't want to wake up my husband because I just wanted to let him sleep, work or whatever. And I was like, what? Wait, what? That was so vivid and crazy and crazy. And no, I can't it's too early to get a, a test. I can't. And then I went to CVS the second I woke up and I took a pregnancy test and I was pregnant. And with a girl, and I for, for sure I was having a boy.
0: Holy cow. It was I the have weirdest That's thing. Intense.
2: Anyway, that was my Are story. you
0: a dreamer? Do you dream in general?
2: Um, I know all my dreams. But this was vivid. This was like a crazy like I can see her and feel her.
0: Well, I am. I'm We're, like goosebumps yeah. and shaking. She's, Your
1: baby girl has arrived,
2: and, and 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 I I don't know I don't know. Just so you know, I had um a wonky genetic test in the be- in my first trimester
0: with this pregnancy. With this
2: pregnancy, so we weren't sure. Um, the f- initial test said that she had a, a single X chromosome. Oh. And and XO. Just XO, right? Mm-hmm. So um, it turns out she's XX, but mm-hmm. we went a couple months not knowing. Um, I had to get an amnio, wow. And I just, I guess that's kind of what the definition of faith is. I just had faith everything was going to be okay one way or the other because of this dream. And the song. I knew she was going to come. I, I know that, that I just felt like she was coming. So however she was coming, she was coming and it was going to be Okay.
0: That's really. Wow. Amazing. I don't know.
2: It was kind of a. I
0: mean, what a road to it, you know, the pregnancy, then a miscarriage, which is very tough by itself. Yeah. Emotionally, then the dream, and then then and the but pregnancy. and that kind of
2: carried me through. I mean, it was very and the, yeah, and having that the unknown, and I know a lot of women experience this because these tests are have such high rate of false positives. Yes. yes. So ninety uh, percent, by the way.
0: False positive. Yes, and these,
2: can I say that these companies kind of underplay, downplay the.
0: The number of false positives. Of course, you can. They don't sponsor us. Yeah, they right, right, and they won't. No, <laughs> <laughs> they won't now. Or
1: how hard it is, because then they'll do, go in and do the ultrasound, and it's so hard to see the actual thickness and, exactly. and stuff, and so it's just like mm. it's A very, lot very of difficult. Women deal with this. I know yeah. it. It's so hard,
0: and
2: you have to wait till that amnio, and anyway,
0: you did an amnio. I had well. an amnio. Oh wow, what was that like?
2: Um, I have to tell you. Um, they put the first. They put the needle in. And they said, it's not going to hurt. You're not going to feel a thing. Just let us know if you feel something weird. And it hurt real, real bad. Really? And um, they were like, okay, something was wrong. And then they had to do it again. And that wow. time I didn't feel anything. Oh. So, That's so I, I did not know if they, like, nicked, uh, I don't know. And, oh, my goodness. And the nurse said, I wonder what you're like at the dentist. Why? Oh because you goodness. were squirming from the pain? But yeah, but uh, yes. Of something that but wasn't this was a, actually to circle back to your question. People in the, the bedside manners is a real thing. That was that was a, not a great moment for me because my mom was there and, I was, and it's emotional and it's scary. Scary and you, there is a risk. There's of, a risk of causing yes, a miscarriage. Exactly. And um, there was blood in the sample probably because they,
0: they pinned something. me like a oh. pin
2: cushion. But the second one I didn't feel at all so i
0: so if it goes the way it's supposed to feel
2: yes yeah, so so and actually for anyone not listening as painful if you got one looks. you really can't feel it i something went wrong in that first one
1: i don't Jeez. know what happened that's so mean wow it was really mean i feel like people so are sorry. so like not sensitive to it was ladies. i was like really that's so you asked me how
2: i am with pain yeah i don't know
0: yeah how are you at the dentist's office? <laughs> I just, really?
2: I was just going to say, nerve pain and dentist, that is my, no, I can't. You don't like it. But I can go into- But
0: this is not nerve pain. This is but so, so much like more of a natural of intensity that if it goes textbook, will start very tolerable and build up. And as it builds up, you're going to build up also your hormones and I your can natural go in,
2: I can go in and breathe through. Oh, that's what I was going to say, too, about singing. When you sing, it relaxes everything. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, you know, you, you relax everything except your, you know, your diaphragm, diaphragm basically, yeah. essentially. But I think, I think, I have a feeling I'm going to ha- be able to breathe through and just ride. I just want to ride these waves. I think it's going to be a ride. I think it's going to be just awesome. The, Whatever it see. is,
0: like you said, with an open birth plan, yeah, you just take it moment by moment. yeah
2: that's mm-hmm. all you can do. One Did moment. Did you at a time.
0: have you recorded that song? I, um,
2: I, I, I think I might record it, but just for. Pri- you know. Oh,
0: not for us. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe for you. All right. Yeah, um, I can't get
2: through it without crying. But
0: uh, I mean, I'm a little teary-eyed just from all the things you just said in the last few minutes. And you're see. so positive, and you're you you like I'm face blind, but when I picture you, I just see like a big smile and cheerful eyes. Oh my like,
2: gosh, that is. Like,
1: And And then you just talk about
0: all these things that you've you've gone through with this pregnancy and on this journey. It just makes I'm shocked. I can't wait
1: for the after because I feel like she's gonna just. It's gonna be just more excitement. It's so funny the pregnancy brain because I almost completely just
2: just wasn't even thinking about all the trauma that we went through in the first trimester. Right, you're like oh it was just textbook. Yeah, Yeah, but yeah, yeah, no, but I I had had things. I had had miscarriage.
0: Jim, I was at the grove in, in
2: Los Angeles getting a phone call that the baby was healthy and okay. And I'm just sobbing in the middle of a restaurant, like Aww. hiccuping and oh, in front of my sister who came to visit just to make sure I was okay.
1: Just,
2: <laughs> you know, <laughs> I will say too, I've never, I don't pray really. And I this I was praying. I was praying, praying, to God. praying. I said I would. I mean, I'll give up anything. I'll give up my career. I'll give up anything to make this baby healthy. Gosh. Hmm. And that's how I knew I, cannot, I was ready to be a mom. <laughs> I
0: cannot yeah. wait for yeah. you to just that moment where you will put this baby on you.
2: I can't wait. I'm ready.
0: All right, you're the first. You are a trendsetter on our before and after. This is really exciting. Series. I'm so yeah. excited. Me too. And, you guys, uh, wait to
2: hear the birth plan. It's gonna be what? It, what is it gonna be? Like, we don't know what my birth narrative is gonna be. It's gonna be so interesting after having I this know. conversation. What is it?
0: You guys are gonna write it together, <laughs>
2: yeah, and then exactly.
0: maybe I'll write a song about it. Please do. <laughs> uh, it won't be nearly as good as your song. <clears throat> That's not
2: true. <clears> Jackie,
0: throat> throat> thank you for joining us.
2: Thank you for having me. It was such a pleasure. And
0: Kristen, thanks for being here again. For and at home, me. thanks for listening to the Informed Pregnancy podcast share us with your friends and visit us online for access to our blog documentaries and our series on YouTube called The Real Midwives of Los Angeles plus other pregnancy and parenting resources at informpregnancy.com
1: Dr Dr give me the news i got on a-